0: Welcome to another episode of our CGI Experience Podcasts. Last time, we brought you another in our Foundations of a Great Bot series, exploring how automation can support both employees and customers alike in change management. Feel free to go back and listen to that one later if you missed it. Today, we're taking a break from this series to speak with a special guest from outside of CGI. I'm thrilled to have Magnus Falkia from Zoom to speak about what the shifting meaning of digital transformation can mean to your business. So quickly, I'm just going to reintroduce myself. I'm Cheryl Olibrand, a managing consultant specializing in conversational AI and automation. And Magnus, could you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, hi. Uh, Thanks, Cheryl. It's really, really great to be with you. I'm Magnus Falk. I'm what's called a CIO advisor at Zoom. I've had a a career using technology for business advantage. I've been a CIO, I've been a CTO, and now I do a range of things, including helping Zoom with its growth in EMEA.
0: Wonderful, thanks. So, you know, Magnus, digital transformation is sort of our bread and butter here at CJI. And I know that Zoom are one of the companies that are helping to redefine what's possible in this space. Could you start us out with some of your insights? Like, you know, how do you think about what's coming in digital transformation?
1: Thanks, it's a great question. I mean, we've been digitally transforming businesses for years now. um, And I think what Zoom has helped people understand is that there is a new wave coming. A lot of digital transformation is putting your customers or your colleagues in touch with your own machines and allowing them to self-serve and providing them new options for businesses that allow them to buy and interact using your own technology. And that's always left a bit of a rump of physical interactions that that remain. Um, What Zoom during the pandemic allowed people to do is reimagine how those physical interactions can be done. And a, a huge proportion of the physical interactions can actually be done virtually. Now, some of that sometimes wound up with something has to be done physically. But what I've been seeing Zoom's clients do is segment those, those rea- uh, interactions that need a human, let's not call them uh, physical anymore, and and decide what can be done virtually versus what uh, can be done physically. And those virtual human interactions can then be put into a pathway that gives your customers or internal staff convenience before you get to the final thing where sometimes you absolutely have to be physically present. And, and we're seeing that digital transformation wave happen across industries, you know, education, healthcare, Um uh, financial services retail you name it um people are reinventing how they interact with people Cheryl is that what you're seeing
0: uh, yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm aiming to build every day, right? I mean, I, I absolutely love, I, I'm so inspired by the Internet of Things and, you know, anything that we can do, um, in terms of using the inform more rich information than we, you know, currently have or information we have that we're not putting into use. But one thing I wanted to check back with you on when you were talking about that segmenting, you know, what needed, uh, a, a human touch and what could be, um, Virtually, or versus physical, uh, were were was part of what you were talking about there. Uh, things that could be automated, or was it purely about the humans in context? You know, whether they they can still be um, virtually present. Let's put it that way.
1: Well, I, you know, I think what it does is open a whole bunch of new opportunities, and and you know, the example that comes to mind is. Um A client of ours in healthcare have a new service for for um new parents, and they send the new parents home with their you know delightful new addition to the family with a internet of things device that allows them to um take heartbeat um do video into the mouth and into the ears o- oxygen saturation. And then do a zoom call with their clinician with real data that's coming into the meeting that they're providing, and of course, under the clinician's guidance now, of course, what that is doing is what I discussed earlier it's actually creating a checkup possibility that is virtual, but because this data is now digitally provided, um what it does allow is for AI to look at that Um, data that's being provided and help the clinician think about things that they might not have otherwise thought about. Um, They can uh, append that to the record so that over time, um, changes between different um, interactions can again be automatically created or or analysed and provide extra information to the clinician in real time. So I think what we're seeing is virtual interactions created, but by the engineering of those virtual interactions, you create more opportunities um, for machines to help people be better at what they do. Does that make sense?
0: It does. It does a lot. And it combines really the best of both worlds, right? So we're, we're using... Uh, technology to add back in pieces that the use of technology used to strip away from us, right? So, I, yeah, you know, I, I be, agree.
1: Yeah, I agree yeah. because there's something about if machines aren't making you a better human or making things more convenient for humans, then what's the point of the machine?
0: Right. Yeah, and and it sounds like it's um Doing something that's really meaningful in that case right with with a new parent not having to physically pack up their child in all of the accoutrements that go along with <laughs> With the visit to the to the clinician, right? And, but uh, still, at the there. same time, at the same time, it's not that really cold sort of divorced phone call where you're you feel like, but the clinician can't see my child. Yeah. How good of advice am I really getting? You know, they they actually have that same sort of insight, but at home.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then then you can imagine the clinician, you know, in in this modern era having the interaction transcribed, the interaction summarized, the interaction summarized and put into the right place in the notes, all because the machines are aware of the context of the visit, who's at one end, who's at the other end, who's observing, what all the data is. And and because you're allowing machines to then do what machines are best at, they can really provide great information to the human who's doing what they're best at which is you know, having a sensitive interaction with another human being
0: Right. Helping them focus on what they do best. Right. Yeah. So so instead of instead of making being a physician or clinician all about busy work and paperwork, which I I know my parents, my parents were nurses and that was a part of the job that they hated. Right. They were constantly needing to learn a new system and they they spent all of their time documenting the work that they were challenged to to fit into the day physically. Right. Yeah. I've
1: got a two fingered uh, GP who you know, seems to spend more time typing in stuff than actually, <laughs> actually talking. Yeah.
0: But I mean, that's just one of the areas, right? I mean, um, I think you you mentioned earlier uh, education, right? That's another area.
1: Well, I think education is one uh, where we're seeing equally rapid innovation. I, I mean, I th- so many um, education establishment were forced to do things differently during the COVID era. And what they found was quite interesting that actually there were plenty of opportunities to do their jobs better that have been presented by your situation they were in. Um, they could also make use of their lecturers in different ways. A uh, great example, we've got um, you know, universities in the US that have multiple campuses And in the past, their students were having to travel between campuses to do, you know, generic lectures that, you know, you cross courses, you have basic lectures that, that, you know, everyone has to attend, even if you're, you know, if you're electrical engineering or mechanical engineering or something, you have to do some 101 type courses. Um, And they were doing them century and people having to spend hours traveling across states to do that. So now all they do is have one lecture in one place and many um many places where the people can attend the lectures oh and then um the students can be provided with um transcripts of the lecture and summarized transcripts of the lectures so that they they can be there in the moment and listen um and so you, you know they don't have to concentrate on taking notes and if they want to take notes, they can you know, um, add to them later. So there are so many options now being created to give students the style of interaction that works for them because the technology is able to support that. And, and others are uh, experimenting with recording a lecture that the students can l- listen to, but the lecturer is there at the same time. And then people can be putting questions into chat or, or you know, in in you know, in a parallel sequence. So they're listening, but they're also asking questions. And, of course, if a good question comes up, the lecturer can stop and say, let's just deal with this question um, because, you know, it accentuates the point. So people are experimenting with what works in this new hybrid environment. It's fascinating.
0: Yeah, and that can really support different types of learning, can't it? You know, because... Oh, absolutely. You, you, and beyond that, there's the whole idea of um, making things a little bit more equal for students who maybe wouldn't stick their hand up in class or, or who would get spoken over otherwise. So to be able to to capture their questions and not have them go unnoticed
1: is, is well, really
0: powerful, I think. To
1: come back to your IoT point, you know, there are very cheap devices that allow you to write on the chalkboard virtually from the place you're listening to the lecture so you don't have that walk up to the whiteboard you know the walk of shame (laughs) or or, or the walk of everyone looking at you so you Mm -hmm. can be in your home in in the place that you live um you know or you know at the back of a big lecture hall and right on the well and it appears on the whiteboard at the front um because you're interacting with a professor on an equation or a translation or some particular fact. So, yes, I agree. It, it, it acts as that lowering the bar for interaction.
0: And, and we all know from our experience during the pandemic that you can still have breakout rooms. You can still have discussions with the person, quote unquote, seated next to you, even if they're, you know, in, a, in another city, you know, potentially.
1: No, I think um, a lot of this is not now about the technology. It's about the humans coming to terms with the technology. And, and you you, you know, of course, with this, when you get to this place, people start kind of establishing extreme positions like, oh, in my day, we used to do it like this. It was perfectly good for us. So we should do it. You should all go back to that. But actually, if you're Want to have the nuanced discussion, you really need to listen to the people who are the customers, and what did they actually want, and is it actually improving the outcomes for the people um and and that's really where the investigation's coming go back to the you know the the point about the new parent service. new parents love it they don't as you said they don't want to take their baby to a hospital they do if it's needed if it's really really need. But if you can do that virtual interaction, then it's much more convenient. You can do it more regularly. You're saving everyone's time. Um, And so you get fantastic customer feedback. You know, you could imagine an old clinician saying, just do it the way we did it in my day. It works. You know, yeah, it can work, but it's not as convenient. It's not what people want. It probably doesn't have as good outcomes, you know, if you can use all that machine learning, the machine prompting. so. You know, humans are hard to change. It's much easier to change machines. And there's a lot of uh, what's with listening to customers, listening, you know, uh, listening to those who receive the service and the outcomes you're getting from it.
0: I love that, that listening bit, because I think that that's really my takeaway from this this conversation we've had today. Right. Is that, you know. When we, when we were, let's say, going into the pandemic, it was very much a scramble about yeah. how can we make sure we take care of things even though we can't be together physically. And then, you know, following the lockdowns and, you know, coming out of that, it was very much about, you know, do we go back to normal? What is normal? But now it's really about exploring, isn't it? It's very much about exploring what 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 could be, what, what do we want out of this? Because it sounds like all of the people pieces are there in order to help us achieve something we hadn't even imagined before.
1: And I that's why I absolutely love working with Zoom because um we listen to our customers and the customers drive the roadmap. And and you know, very very often you've seen customers say, well, if we could do this, then that would be possible. And suddenly, you know, three months later it's there in the product, you know, and people are using it. And um and but it's only by kind of being at that frontier at the boundary of people you working out what's possible that um and and getting quick feedback loops that you allow people to do the things that make the difference for their customers for citizens etc
0: I want to thank you, Magnus, for listening to your customers and for being at the forefront of these things and for taking the time to speak with me today. And a special thanks to all our listeners. We will be running more of these podcasts over the coming weeks and months. And I look forward to sharing a future episode with you.
1: Thanks a lot, Cheryl. Speak soon.